Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. I'm Nalika Radway. And I'm Andrea O'Brien. And this is Triggered, a podcast about all things media that are triggering us. True? True. All week. Every week. <laughs> Constantly triggered. True? True. True. So, I'm, I'm, as always, I'm really excited to talk to you about what we're consuming out in the world. And do you want to start us off? What do you, what do you got for us today? Okay. So, well, first, I pulled my tarot this morning. And, oh, nice. Yes. And my tarot was the Ten of Pentacles. So, it's all about, like, I found my stability. I'm, like, this material girl, but also this, like, astral presence. And mm-hmm. so, I need to you know, culminate that and speak and find my gifts and share them with the community and Mm -hmm. redistribute in times of of famine and in times of abundance, you know, just make sure I'm sharing, doing the things. So, which is good Mm -hmm. because I am in a place right now where I'm just trying to figure out what the heck I'm doing. Mm -hmm. So, letting, so, you know, I'm getting all of these cards that are telling me, you know what you're doing, get it together. That's right. Let's just do it. So I'm well, excited. Yeah, I knew that already. I knew that already. I knew that already. <laughs> um, I, pu- I pulled also, and I pulled, um, I think it's so interesting, but this is like my card, mm-hmm. but I don't pull it often, but I feel like it is like, it is me, and that is the Queen of Wands. I pull a lot of wands. Oh. I'm always pulling wands. Um, and the Queen of Wands, she's just like a diva. And I'm not, I don't, well, I am, but I'm, I wouldn't, like, that's not my, <laughs> I wouldn't say that. Your, that's not your aesthetic thing. is not diva, but you are definitely diva. <laughs> Thank you, sweetheart. But your, but your aesthetic is not, it's not. Your yeah. aesthetic is very cool. That, very you understand like, what I mean. You understand yeah, yeah. what I'm trying to mm-hmm. say. But um, the la- I pulled, the last card I pulled was the Ace of Wands, and then today I pulled the Queen of Wands. And I think together, um, I won't get into all of it, because... It's a lot, but it's 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 very it's it it reminds me that I am, I am connected and I am in the right place and I am um, seeing all the signs. So that's how I'm feeling right now. Okay, there's a sign happening. You know, you can't hear it out in the world, but there's something happening right now that is a sign that has to do with. I'm gonna just say it. So my color that was mm-hmm. represented in both those tarot cards is like an orange, um, yellow of the sun and right now behind you yes. Anna is, the sun is rising and it is that same orange yellow color so we're here we're supposed we're to here. be doing this right now yes Go ahead. we're there so anyway tell us tell us Anne. tell us what is triggering you so right now there's a lot happening out in the world so i had to mm-hmm. really cull it down because this is like it's like early in the year there's so much going on so i had to like really dig but then i decided yesterday to do this meditation and I use this app called Insight Timer because I was like, okay, I'm feeling triggered by everything. And, okay. you know, I generally like just do timed and I listen to the ocean. I listen to my breath. 
and I decided to do a guided one and I stumbled upon this meditation by Justin and let me let me make sure I have his name right because it he is a he is a treasure um okay. and his and it was a Beyonce meditation and a Beyonce what, meditation so what? his name is Justin Michael Williams Okay. And Justin Michael Williams looks like he he's handsome dude. We have the same haircut. His is better. <laughs> that um, helps. Handsome black black man. I'm assuming. I don't know how he identifies, but um, and it's a seven minute Beyonce meditation in which he tells you like, okay, so we're gonna find your inner power because when you watch Beyonce, no matter what you feel or what you think of her. You can sense her power, her determination, her mm-hmm. skill, her practice. So when he starts off, he tells you to take a deep breath. Then he tells you to go and watch your favorite Beyonce performance. He's like, don't get distracted. Don't go down a rabbit hole. Here's my favorites. If you need some references, here are three that I like. Go find yours. So I watched this 2011 Billboard performance of her doing Who, Run the, Who Runs the World. Mm-hmm. And it was fantastic because she's by herself first and she has all of these like images of herself doing the dance then she has the twins dancing with her and then she has like 5,000 women dancing behind her and it's an old Mm -hmm. billboard performance and then you go back and he laces that into your meditation and it's such a feeling of power and it's only seven minutes but it's like and then he ends it with you know you need to understand your inner power your inner Beyonce like you're never going to be Beyonce but that's cool because you're going to be you and it was wow. such a it was such an interesting cuz i i have been exploring different ways of meditation there's like playlists with music so i've been exploring different ways in which i can meditate and connect and this mm-hmm. and then it led me to another one that he did and he's just fantastic and his name that's... is Justin Michael Williams and he's on it's on insight timer that's the app that i'm using but his beyonce it says i am beyonce it's fantastic that sounds Lovely. I need to go get me some of that. I mean, and it's, this, I, okay. it says this practice will will help you awaken your power, presence, mastery, and greatness, inspired by one of the greatest artists of all time, Beyonce. Your trigger made me think about something I've been meditating on, and um, I wasn't necessarily thinking about sharing it, but that's where I'm being feeling pulled to share. So, you know, you're a music head. Like you're like one of my people. I go to. You listen to a lot of music. I since um. I guess somewhere around where I started deciding to have children, my access to current and new music, like I became the whole, it happened. Like you just, you don't know, you're just not, you're just not with it. Like you're just not up on all the new, the newness. I'm listening. If you you had other priorities? You look you at my Spotify, yeah, if you look at my Spotify playlist, it could have been made in 2005. It'd be the same songs. It'd be the same. It could have came out the same, like very so right. rare. Very rare there might be new stuff. But very late rare. 90s, early 2000s music is dope. So you're good. Yeah, you're fine. That's true. So I don't, exactly. I don't feel no way about it. No, nope, don't. That is the truth. That is the truth. Every so often I'll add something that I'm really feeling. Recently, there was like a lot of like new R&B that was coming out that I was into. Mm-hmm. And someone who, whenever they come out with a song, I just need to hear it just to see if it's talking about my life is Jasmine Sullivan. So Jasmine Sullivan... Oh. I don't even know if she came out with an album. I wouldn't even. T- I couldn't tell you. I don't know why this song is out in the world. But there's a <laughs> song that um, she recently released called "Lost One," and I must have listened to that song about twenty thousand times in the last month. Like literally, it's just like on repeat. Ooh, writing that down in my head, 
on my on my phone like it's just in repeat all the time and it's like it's meditative and i don't know what it is about this it's that i can't sing it like it's it's not it's not rhythmic like i don't know it's not rhythmic in a way like if yep. you try to sing it you're gonna fuck it up like only she can sing that <laughs> song it has that kind of like the words don't rhyme like it doesn't it doesn't make any melodic sense, sense. No. yeah yep. it doesn't make a lot of sense but um you know, if I think about what about it is really like touching me other than just like the sound of it, it's the song is about the idea that like, sh- you know, the the chorus goes like, you know, when you lost one. So like mm. this idea, like you knew that this shit was good. You fucked it up and mm. you're, you're very aware that that's what happened, that it got fucked up. And she says this thing like, like, you know, when you've lost one. And then she's talking to the person who she, like, she fucked up on. And she's like, try not to, like, try not to love anybody. Like, try not to have too much fun. Try not to, like, love no one. Like, I know you got to be out there. I know we, I know this is, we went too far. I know this shit can't come back. But can you try, like... Not can you just like, can you just bookmark me? Can you just bookmark this space and not not can go you out just, there and find <laughs> and not go out and find kinda, new people? <laughs> yeah, kinda. And I think there's something about this idea of first of all, um, even at your worst self, you still are human and you still have feelings and you still want to be loved and you still love. Yeah, you know, like the love is still there. You want to know that what you had was like special. Um, and unique and there's a there's a way that only Jasmine Sullivan I think can express this like complicated love and this like remorse that isn't about like I'm gonna I'm a get it together I'm gonna yeah. be better <laughs> it's not it's not like she's not like I'm gonna go she's like nah no, I know she sits up. I she sits um, in her stuff she sits in her stuff it's not yes. like I'm not trying to be righteous I'm not trying to I'm sitting yeah. I'm it's I, mm, and I hate to say this. There are certain artists who do like Adele does it like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know if she does it now, but now I don't know if Skinny Adele does it. But mm-hmm, I know Adele mm-hmm. on twenty whatever that album was. Mm-hmm, she mm-hmm. was sitting in her ratchetry and pettiness. Yeah. Um, but Jasmine is that person. Jasmine yeah. is definitely that person. So if you haven't heard it, go go get you some. But like I just want to tell you. Don't think you won't be able to sing it out loud. It's not for you. You're just supposed to, like, <laughs> listen. I sing it everywhere, and it's probably scary as I'm, like, biking down a street. But it's amazing. And it's meditative, for real. Going to um, download this now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Anne, what else do you have for us? Okay, so what's it? Okay, so I just finished all four seasons of The Crown. Whoa. Right. So I did all four in basically a month, and I am not right. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know what else to say about myself. I am not right. Mm-hmm. So The Crown is a Netflix series, mm-hmm. which is based on actual events, but it's a fictionalized version of actual events. From mm-hmm. the, top, the, first ep- the first season takes place like a few years before Queen Elizabeth that we currently know as the Queen of England, Queen of Great Britain, Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. is crowned. And her father is still alive and still king. And her father comes to power because his brother's like, basically, I'm going to marry this woman. And she's a divorcee. And because the head of England's monarchy is also the head of the church, they don't do divorce at this time. 
So it's like you can't marry a divorcee. So he steps mm-hmm. down, puts his brother in. His brother's now in power, and his brother has basically two daughters, and they're living this normal life. And mm-hmm. all of a sudden, you know, I'm about to be queen. So mm-hmm. it goes from the crowning of Queen Elizabeth through season four is basically Charles and Diana. Mm-hmm. So I am stressed out because first of all, <laughs> I can deal with history that I was not alive for. I can deal with that being a period piece. I'm all good. Costumes are great. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm on mm-hmm. Google all the time. Cause if you watch this, yes. there's so yes. much that you're like, did this actually happen? And then you Google no, you it and you're like, have your phone next to you as make, you watch the make sure your internet you is working. To. Make sure yes. there's not too many devices yes. on. Cause you need to know the information. You're going to stop yes. this 60 times. Yes. You're going to Google. Like there's the, the first episode that I really got into it was when this fog descended over England and basically it was a it was a combination of like the perfect bad weather and then coal being ex- like basically being um let out th- in the air because England is burning all this coal and coal represents basically the nation being having being abundant being getting back to normal after world war 2 so they're burning all this coal and then this weather thing happens and so all of this fog settles on the country and basically chokes people for three days and kills all these people. I never knew this happened. And it's about Winston Churchill managing it and the Queen managing it and all the ways in which ignoring something just flubs this whole response, which is very triggering because of our, the, our current situation with the pandemic and mm-hmm. basically Trump sitting on this and not saying anything and all the people dying back in February and March that didn't have to die had he said something. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so it's like the same thing that happened however many years ago. So, mm-hmm. I, so I'm triggered by all of this and the fact that it's real and all these things. And I'm also a child of Jamaican parents and Jamaican was, Jamaica was part of the British Empire. And so- The Commonwealth. These, I learned that. I was like, that's a real thing. I didn't even know what that was. Thing. I understand it. So you really recognize how many countries- Great Britain touches. I mean, we always grew up learning the sun never sets on the British Empire. This friggin' thing brings it home in a way that Mm -hmm. you're like, oh, the colonization, oh, the ways that people are fighting against it. But because you're watching it from their perspective, you're almost like, oh, these commonwealths can't rebel. Wait, what am I talking about? I'm part of the commonwealth that needs to rebel. Just like all it's. All of these stories about family dynamics and love and sacrificing for your country because you are mm-hmm. you represent the country so you can't ever do what you want. And then mm-hmm. we get to season four and I'm like, ho, 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 hola. How y'all gonna do a period piece that I was alive for? And I remember. <laughs> why wait, why no are you part of the period piece? piece? I'm not part of the period piece. What are you talking about right now? <laughs> they're playing Elton John and they're playing like Let's get fit. Like all these songs, no, Diana's on roller skates. That, that fucks with your head. That, I was, when that I has was happened to me a couple of times. I have children that. and they watch a lot of things that they be like, oh, back in the 2000s. And I'm like, what are you trying to say? What, what are you what trying to say? Actually, what are you so, trying to say? No, my right. parents have yeah. a commemorative plate of Charles and Diana's wedding oh, I remember in all the that. house. I remember all of that. I remember I, we, all have, that. we have it on VHS tape. We stayed up at four o'clock in the morning. We're watching this because they're hours ahead. And I'm like, I'm not ready for this to be history on a Netflix friggin' channel. Like, I remember these people. <laughs> You're not ready for you to be no, history. No, no, I'm not ready channel. for me to be actively a part of history. So yes, it was yes, triggering yes. in that, is triggering. that piece. It was triggering in all of the ways in which the world is making the same mistakes. All mm. of the colonization that they talk about. All of the mm-hmm. entitlement and sense of ownership. Um, even, like... 
it brings to light like the the relationship between England and Wales and Ireland mm-hmm. and Scotland, not Scotland as much, but like you realize these are white people who also feel oppressed by this thing that does not Absolutely. ring true to them. And you don't even realize Wales has its own Welsh is its own language. Like it's a whole No, it's and, all fucked up. It's, it's all, all fucked, fucked up. up. It's all and fucked interesting up. Interesting and intriguing oh. and like listen, I am. And let hooked. me tell you, they and, got bet- me. They and got being me. one I'm of two sisters, hooked. being one of two sisters and being the younger sister, and the relationship between the Queen, Queen Elizabeth and her sister Margaret, and no. being Margaret being the crazy wayward one, and that's pretty much who I am. It is no. It's too much. It's too much. So I invite no, I everybody crazy, to watch that. I'm all up in that show. I'm yeah. all up. Everything that show is about me. And not. Not, <laughs> not, yes. at all. <laughs> not at yes. all. Yes. Not at all. I am definitely in there, but not in there. Because they don't care yeah. about me, but I'm in there. Yes. So this so, is what happened to me. This is what happened to me. <laughs> what happens after you watch that show is like you're just hungry for, for more about more. them. Yes. More about just that time. Like I try to watch out, like other Outlander. Like I just try to find other things. I'm just hungry for it. Hungry for it. And I landed on... Bridgerton. Bridgerton. Uh, Scott, Bridgerton. Shonda Rhimes show? Shonda Rhimes show. I oh, was wow. like, okay, everybody's talking about this. I was like, let me go in. Like, I need this. I know it's not real. I have or not I watched under- it. I didn't understand. I didn't understand it. I didn't. I don't know what she did, but I know that <laughs> people are going crazy. Shonda Land usually has my like has my number. They usually like I, I'm gonna I'm get I'm I'm gonna be hooked. And it's so interesting. I didn't realize, but I hadn't watched a, like a Shonda Land show in years now. Because, because just, scandal and how to get away with murder are yeah, gone, and, and I didn't know, watch Grace, like but and just me, like it's just like I have not been up on that. But I was like, okay, if I remember when, mm-hmm. child, I could not get past <gasps> the first episode. You are the first person I've heard this from. Well, Talk let to me, me tell about you it. Why this is why it's triggering. This is a, this is because it, it's totally my shit. It's totally this 100%. is a period piece. This is you. This is all this things. This is hundred percent my shit. Coming off of the Queen and like also the other stuff that I'm consuming about like I want to know the history and like where Black people land in this mm-hmm. history that we're forgotten. So something like the Queen, where I don't even think if there, I don't even know if there was a Black character in that whole God. The only like <laughs> Black like one the the King's brother that was the Queen King. Yeah, he had a um he had a servant <laughs> that was like his man Butler that was a Black yeah. dude. Okay. Like, other than that, they just go to pe- talk to countries yeah, and, uh, like that they're taking even, over. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, not no. even a thing. It's not even a thing. But it felt honest to me. Yes, if there was a realness to that, and like it a makes way sense. I, like I could still, I could still. It wasn't like representation, which felt it was more like I could understand how that story impacted my people. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like I could see where I was on the edges of that story. Bridgerton, it is a complete reimagining of that. T- it's it's not real at all, but it so, is. So here's the funny thing: because I have not watched it. But I saw a lot of reactions like yours. And then I saw a lot of people Googling blacks in monarchy and royal families at that time and kind of leasing the history. So I am I haven't done any of it yet. So I'm trying to figure out my life around watching it and seeing if I can suspend logic or if it's real. I trust black women enough to know that I'm going to be okay. (laughs) Like I'm going to watch it and not be completely like just infuriated. But I couldn't get, I was so triggered, like, I couldn't get past it. And these times, you know, like, everything that's happened with black folks, everything, I just could not watch it playfully. Like, I couldn't watch it and just, like, suspend a disbelief and, like, because even if, and it's not about, like, whether or not there were black royals and, like, black, I know black people, we're all up in everything. We were everywhere. I live in Amsterdam now. Like, black people have been here, was here. 
from the beginning of this shit. I know this. I know we were everywhere. And, and however you imagine that story, I get, I get it, I get it, I get it, I get it. Intellectually, I get it. But in my gut, my soul, watching this, this like, one black royal, like, flirting and, and like, building relationship with this white, I just couldn't, my, I wasn't ready. I, we're my not in a place. Self yeah, was, we're not I in was a not place in the right there. place. No. I was not in that right place for that. And I keep thinking about how limiting it is the way we as black people cannot think or imagine beyond race. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I understand how, like, painful it is and, and, like, how fucked up it is when, like, white people or people who is a proximity to whiteness try to, like, erase, like, colorblind mm-hmm. and, like, race is not a thing. I, th- I know that's fucked up and that's not even what I'm talking about. I'm more talking about, like, we don't know how to... It's just hard or feels like betrayal to not to like have an experience that is is with white folks or like in the world that isn't um, yeah. deliberately investigating race, at least for me. That's how I like how I came to that. And um, I like to be able to like watch media or engage media in my own life that is like outside of white people. As much as possible, you know, like as much as possible, like it's in everything or whiteness or things like that. And I realize it's like a lens and you can't enjoy it. So I'm going to make myself go back and watch this series to completion. We will talk about it again on Triggered. I I am going to watch it. Um, But I was very, very, very triggered, 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 triggered by it. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I was, I was just like, I was, it was, and it was, and it's these beautiful black people in it. I mean, they're in positions of power. They look amazing, like all of it. And it's just, I couldn't, my brain was like, is nobody here going to mention the fact that race is a thing? Like nobody's going to act like it's not a thing. It's just not a thing. They're like, yeah, we're not, we're just, we're out, we're playing. We're out here playing. That's what we're doing right now. And I was like, okay, there's a scene. I'm going to tell you what the scene, the scene where I really had to stop. It wasn't even the first episode. I think it's the second episode. And I don't want to give away too much, but let me just say, there is a black female character mm-hmm. that gets slapped in the face by an older white woman, and I that was it for me. I just I was like I, 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 I it made sense for the show. It's it it all all of it made sense in the context of this fake world, imaginative world, and in my in my own brain. I was like, nah, nah, son, nah, not right now, not today, not today. Because we're not, not today, in a place. Satan, not today. We're not in a place right now where we can play nicely or play suspend logic with white folks without the elephant in the room. Like we're talking about this elephant. Like we're in here. Like we're not. It was hard. It was so hard. to your point, like watching the queen is fine because they were not supposed to be black people. So I'm not concerned about it. It's fine. We're not playing. Or we're not pretending. There this year. Right. We're not pretending there's a fine. magical. But no, but no. But if you think about it, we're not going to pretend and add in the magical black Negro character that's your wise friend. They oh, yeah, weren't yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. This feels yeah, yeah, yeah. this feels fine without it. Like 
But trying to mix and not talk about it, to your point, is hard. It was Uh, hard. It was hard. Which leads me to what I am about to start reading because this this idea of so so to your point, I have not watched Bridgerton, but I Mm -hmm. am in a place right now where I'm being very triggered by this race white supremacy people that need to be white um as Sonia Renee Taylor would say this white supremacist delusion sort of thing mm-hmm. and I don't know what happened well I know what happened in the last few months but there's such a level of carelessness and recklessness about white supremacy now that I feel like they were I feel like whoever was doing white supremacy up until like Trump's presidency, they were mm-hmm. doing it in a fashion that had structure and wasn't really nilly. And now we are really nillying. And they had we rules can, around their shit. They had, they had rules, rules around their, their shit. shit. Like I couldn't see okay. that they had like elastic, the elastic in their panties were shot. I can yes. see right now the crazy oh, behind the white supremacy. And so because uh. I can see the crazy, it is hard for me to pretend, to do the veil of pretend, to pretend mm-hmm. that everything is all right. And mm-hmm. so... There was, last month I happened upon this phrase, I don't know who put it, I'm sure I saw it on social media on a meme, that like, racism isn't the, white supremacy isn't the shark, it's the water that we swim in. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so now I'm like examining this in everything. So I saw, it's exhausting. exhausting. I can't, I cannot work. I can't even watch, I can't can't even watch my Sandra Ryan show. I can't even just pop on Netflix and just chill. I can't do it. Which leads me to this book I'm about to start reading called Motherhood So White mm-hmm, mm-hmm, by Nefertiti mm-hmm. Austin. And so mm-hmm. how I got led to this book is the sister Candace Benbow, who mm-hmm. is my friend in my head, mm-hmm, is mm-hmm. embarking. And if you don't know her, she's a, oh God, I don't even know how to describe her, theologian, womanist, Mm-hmm. Millennial, millennial, cutie pie, cutie pie, cutie, cutie pie, reimagining this God mm-hmm. stuff for this Christianity stuff for the masses. With like the best lips ever. With the like best lips. lips. She's, lips she's Vava Voom curvaceous. L- she bakes for days. Like, love her. Mm-hmm. She's another friend in my head. Mm-hmm. And she is embarking on a journey of motherhood, reimagining it, doing it by herself, which, mm-hmm. great, fantastic. So she's reading and consuming all this th- these things around motherhood, and she posted this book. Now, before I even knew what the book was about, I went on Amazon, and then I was like, not going on Amazon, going to try to find a black bookstore. Oh, look at you. <laughs> try, trying. Look at you. I mean, don't, I'm not going to act like Jeff Bezos don't be getting my money every day, but yeah, yeah. when no, I can, still, you when I can. I give you credit for that. So, because I'm like, wow, motherhood's so white. And I know this. I know that we measure a lot of things against white supremacist standards and things that are not good for us. But the way that I do guilt around motherhood and not do being a good mother, and I'm like, okay, so I need to examine this. And obviously there are ways in which the standards of motherhood that black women and women of color are held to do not exist for us. In the privilege, in the, you know, yeah, y'all can tell me you should be home by this time to cook dinner for your kids. But when you're working this many jobs or when you are so afraid and have such imposter syndrome that you shouldn't be at the table, that you're working until nine o'clock at night just to show people that you are here and present and can handle it. Of course, you're not always stopping to cook dinner or, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Of, or of course, like there's so many ways in which there are standards of motherhood imposed mm-hmm. by first men 
And two, white supremacy that I'm like, okay, so I need to reexamine my whole shit. So how are you taking care of yourself as you go read this book? Because I already know you. I already know the level of... I'm going to have to write about the, it. The, 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 the Catholic... Um, what, what do you call it when you beat yourself on your back? What, what is, oh, what is, the, what is, the, the self-flagellation, all the things that I'm doing? <laughs> yeah, like, Let me we, tell you. We well, what first we of all, I, t- I talk to my daughter often. And okay, whenever... Because we're having this conversation about how I'm a bad mother because I never took her to church, really. And so... <laughs> I know. And she's like, that does not make you a bad mother. And I'm like, but I feel Wait, like... Wait, you... Oh, Lord. Yes, but I feel yes. like you should have more of a relationship, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, but there's so many unhealthy messages in this white supremacist-based church. I don't want to mm-hmm. expose you to this. That's I want right. you to understand, like, know the Bible, know stories, all that kind of stuff, but interpret for yourself what these things mean, how they apply to your life. And she's like, yeah, I'm doing that. I don't know all the prayers. I don't know all the Bible study, but I'll be fine. I'll find my way. I'll, I have time to learn. Mm-hmm. But... When I bump into these parents who have this church practice and they dressed up and they go in and they doing all the things and their kids are well churched and all these things and I know better. Well churched. Well churched because it's not spiritual practice, whatever. Yeah. But because <laughs> I'm being judgy right now, but um, I do feel this level of guilt because mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. there are things you're supposed to do coming up, and mm-hmm. black women are supposed to have the prayer hands and the. The, the, the altar with the dead cousin and Robert F. Kennedy and, Mike, um, and Malcolm X, not Malcolm X, sorry, Martin Luther King. And, you know, we're supposed to do these yeah, they things. they don't put Malcolm up in there. No, they yeah, don't put Malcolm get, up in there. He don't, don't get there. Get, it's it's, it's definitely MLK. That's it's MLK right. Right. And, yes. and the player hands and the black Jesus. Yes, yes. And I don't, like, I don't have, you know what I mean? And so I go through these levels of guilt about how I'm mothering. Mm-hmm. And I don't know where these things come from. These things, mm-hmm. some, some of it, I mean, we set them around our own community. Mm-hmm. But a lot of the things that we set up and how we judge our own community is, are not things that we actually care about or that mm-hmm. come from us. And mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. I am about to read this book called mm-hmm. Motherhood So White by Nefertiti Austin. And because I am, I'm kind of ready to just pull the, pull, pull the, the, the threads out of all of this crap that we mm-hmm. think about and do. And so I'm like, mm-hmm. let's start with one of the most important things about me. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I, I mean, you know, this is, so my, this whole, part. This is yes. my this is my whole life. This um, figuring out how to raise rebels and all this. Yes, kids. <laughs> and I will say that um, I just am so. I mean, I'm proud of you particularly, but all of us as Black women, as like really being willing to do it differently than mm. it was done for us, because I think we have such um, we're such loyal people, and it feels like such betrayal to like examine our mothers who we know had such a hard time in like the world and like trying to figure out and did such amazing like work of making us all who we are that this idea of looking at it with a critical lens of um there's another other way yeah and i think that's pretty incredibly brave and i just think what i've learned what i do think is true and i think this book is probably is I don't know. I'm so interested in it. When you read it, you'll tell me about it. And I'll read, maybe I'll read it too. But it's more of what we, we're worried about. We get, we feel guilty about what we haven't provided or what we haven't done. And really the shit that's fucking up our kids is what we are doing and what we are forcing them to do. <laughs> yes. Not what we're not doing. Like, don't do nothing. I keep saying like, you want to be a good parent? Do nothing. Just be there. Just be present and love and do nothing. No less, no violin lessons, no trips every, like just, just be with them and they're going to be good. But that's like, yeah. So I mean, but you're dismantling a whole system of black people have to do things and give things. Oh, and well, I mean, that's a whole. Provide. Whole I mean, that's, 
I, we could be there for days. <laughs> the last thing I'm gonna talk about that tri- that is triggering me is it will hopefully give us some solace on like how as black people, we're just we're killing the game because white people are crazy. They suffer from <laughs> incredible mental illness, and I'm going and I got to see an example of that. So I um hunting in the crates it's really far to find stuff to watch now i will say because there's just so much of it for me yeah it's um, overwhelming it's so much content that there's no I, content yeah part of why i'm really excited to do triggered with you is like first of all i could talk to you about anything and we talk all the time and i just love talking about stuff but also hopefully like cutting through the mess because yes. i'm very it's very like you know all the stuff you can watch and like what it how it impacts you and all that so I was digging through the crates trying to find something to watch that wasn't going to like upset me, keep me interested. Um, no tokenism, no like all the things. And you have I a lot of requirements. On, Let me know what you're doing. You know I do. Let's do the things. And I landed on the report, which is a movie that is on Amazon Prime. Um, it is, I think it was produced by Vice media like that hmm. does vice news i th- yep. think i'm not sure but it is about the report that was written on the u.s's practices of torture on detainees like after 9-11 guantanamo bay like that whole like yes that whole yes, shit, mm-hmm. that whole shit yeah that yeah so basically which i did not i thought you know like it's one of those stories that you feel like you know about but you don't really, you don't really know. know you don't know so what i real what i realized i did not know which that i know now is that um i guess this, the senate intelligence committee commission a report and then there's like these aides that it's their job to actually like go and do the research into what was the practice around um enhanced interrogation techniques which is another way of saying (laughs) waterboarding all that bullshit yes so anyway the movie's really good it's done very well Mm. um i it was it's hard to watch because it's so graphic and it's so real first of all adam driver was just being adam driver but annette benning is in it she plays the senator when annette benning stepped into the scene i knew exactly what senator she was she don't look nothing like this woman. She does not like if you saw these two. I'm, people I'm thinking the world, Madeline, like, Madeline no, Albright. Not, I gotta think two, who that is. She cannot no. play this person. They're not even. That's not possible. She embodied like she was this person. Anyway, she was amazing. All of our all of all of my white faves was in it. Like it was just like all it was it was great. It was great. The acting was great. The story was great. It was painful. It was honest. It was like all of the things. <laughs> but this is this is how white people are crazy. So I'm watching it, and I'm and and you watch it, you realize how fucked up white like white people whiteness, this excuse of, you know, worse, how they justify the most horrific, the most horrific things, how they justify the most horrific things. At the end of so I'm watching it, they got me. They like they're they're critiquing the United States and how they allow this torture to happen. At the end of the movie, I'm sitting here. I am like shook. I got, I'm like feeling all kinds of things. This is crazy. I can't even believe that Amazon allowed this movie to be put out in the world. Mm-hmm. I'm having all my like, you know, speaking truth to power. At the end of the movie, they end with a quote. And it's like a quote that's about like, if U.S. soldiers do anything to harm a captive, they should be held accountable by yep. 
they should be held accountable by the highest court. Like, the, the, all of it. And I was like, who is it written by? It's a quote by George Washington. And I said, wait a minute. <laughs> I, said, I said, hold on. Hold on one second. One second. The highest... So no, the highest no, no, level. George Washington, mm-hmm. like the first president, like the slaveholder who tortured and there's st- like what kind of mental illness, what kind of mental illness would have you create George Washington this movie like the first president, not George Washington Carver, like George Washington like the first president of the United people. States. <laughs> and then quote a slave owner who like what 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 kind of disconnect? What what is happening? <laughs> I mean, I was just like, why? why? I don't get it. Why, why would you put this here? I was so triggered. I was so, because I was like feeling it at the end of the movie. I was like, some, okay, these people are really trying to, trying to like, oh, like really like investigate. There you go themselves. thinking we're people again. There you go thinking we're people again. We're not people. <laughs> and you're going to end with a quote by George Washington in this here 2020? In this here 2020? We knew this was wrong. I can't. I was like, y'all not serious. Y'all not serious. I was like, y'all not serious. I thought y'all serious, and y'all not serious. Here's the funny thing. They thought they were being ironic. They thought, yes, because from the beginning and the inception of our country, we know this to be wrong. So it was triggering. I can't tell people to watch or not because I literally, when I hit at the end, it, it made I, I it made the whole thing ruin. It ruined the whole movie for me. It ruined the whole thing for me. I was like, this is like, I can't, I'm not to go look back and see how they bamboozled me into thinking they were about some shit when really they're not. And I just can't. Well, thank you, Anne, for sharing with me. Thank you, Nolika. Talk to you soon. Bye! Bye! Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.